Hey, Dave Wadsworth, how you doing, man? I am fantastic, Leslie Peters. Good to see you, buddy. It is always good to see you because you've got a great smile and a great aura about you. Because I don't well, know, you're just you. Listen, man, stroke that ego, stroke that ego. <laughs> I need all I can get. I'm not shortchanging any compliments. No, sorry, no, sorry. Listen, yeah. um, thank you, thank everybody for joining us, episode 15. Um, no regrets. Uh, mm -hmm. is the title today of this episode. So we're going to get right into it. And, and, and the exact title is No Regrets Living. Not a slogan, but a way of life. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to kick this over to my good friend, Dave, because we're going to take you through what I call a couple different examples today of why we really, really believe uh, in this movement of black and white men talking, in this movement of having a purposeful life and living your life to the point where you when, you, when your day is called and your number is called, where you finish it on fire. Um, and so I'm going to just kick it off to my good buddy, Dave, to navigate us through this one today. Dave, take it away. All right, buddy. Thanks, Leslie. Uh, I love the topic. I love that. Uh, no regrets, you know, living. And, uh, and funny thing, you know, it goes back to my second book uh, that I wrote. It's a uh, Amazon number one bestseller, and uh, I'll give a plug. But anyway, it's it's called "Finishing on Fire," okay. And it's also, and then the subtitle is "Live Your Legacy of Purpose, Passion, and Prosperity." And it talks about just gives a lot of stories and examples about every day. Make every day a good day. Make every day count. Live every day without regrets. So when you go to bed at night, you're like, wow, that was a good day. I met some really interesting people or I did some interesting things. I made a positive impact on the world around me. And that's really what life is about is, is taking what you've got, whether it's, you know, you think you don't have a lot of talents or skills or whatever, or you don't have a lot to give. Let me tell you, you do. And it starts with, uh, your attitude, number one, and then also uh, taking every day as it comes. When you meet someone, be present with them and, and respect them and, and care for them, because I guarantee you that person has value that, that they can give you and vice versa. And so that's what living without regret is. It's, it's living every day, making it count, hitting a good lick as we say in the country, when you're when you're chopping wood with a big old axe, you know, you want to hit a good lick every time because that axe is heavy and it really takes it out of you. So hit a good lick every single day, every single encounter with with people around you. And let me tell you, make some friends today. Learn something new from people that maybe you've never met before. But uh, let me tell you, you can learn something from everyone. And, and, and if you want to be regret-free in your life, it takes, uh, you know, a mindset of, hey, today I'm going to learn, I'm going to explore, I'm going to discover something new, someone new, and I'm going to get the most out of it. And in turn, you're giving the most to other people. So that's just kind of it in a nutshell, Leslie. Hey, listen, I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, let's start, Dave, as we navigate. Um, you know, we had we had a reminder this weekend. Um, I mean, Friday night actually, we had a re 
we had a big reminder of just how precious this opportunity of life is. Mm -hmm. And we had a reminder of the fact that we, we know, you know, we know two things about life. We know we'll have an entrance and we know we'll have an exit. <laughs> the ironic thing is we know when we enter, all of us that are living this life, we know when we enter, but none of us know when we will exit. Yes. And so we had a reminder on Friday night uh, in Rolling Fork, Mississippi, of just how precious life is mm -hmm. and just how purposeful you need to be and how you live it because you don't know when your exit is. Mm. Um, yeah. So for those of you that may not be aware, uh, this Friday evening, about eight o'clock or so, a huge tornado, which is strange because the tornado stayed on the ground for over an hour. And that's very, very strange for tornadoes to do that. Mm -hmm. They never do that. They, they hit on the ground and then they back up in the air, then they touch down again. But this tornado hit on the ground in Rolling Fort, Mississippi, small community, good town. I know it well. I've traveled through it so many times. 1,700 people. And it's like the town is gone. Mm. I mean, I, I, I didn't. I've looked at some of the images. I don't even recognize it. You know, right. you know, recognize the, the, the town. Um, but we lost, I think the latest count, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, David, is 26 dead and they're still doing search and rescue. Sure. Um, those are 26 people who I'm sure had no idea that their exit was Friday night. what i'm they don't get a chance to do it over right but to all of you you and i dave myself and all of us that are still have an opportunity we're still breathing we're still walking we're still living we have an opportunity yet still to change it yes we're not living a purposeful life so Dave, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, uh, here in Southern Indiana, where I'm from, and of course I've traveled over the world, but and I've tra traveled in the South a lot. But you go through all these communities—a town of, you know, a thousand people, two thousand people, maybe five thousand. You know, just small communities. A lot of people are connected. You know, their cousins, or aunts, uncles, and family. And and we've seen the devastation of tornadoes. I have all my life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, I've been impacted in my family so many times and, and very many close calls. Matter of fact, here in the Evansville, Indiana area, uh, just maybe 15, 18 years ago, we had a tornado that I think we had 23 or 26 dead from mm -hmm. that because it did the same thing. It just dropped down, stayed on the ground and traveled and just wiped out uh, different homes and, and so many horrific stories of, of families that were just instantly gone, just just gone and and they had no clue um you know that that was their last day and so um you know in a, in a, a tornado a hurricane they don't know you know they don't have a name you know they don't care about your race whether you're black or white they don't care if you're rich or poor they they don't care it, i mean it's nature and it's 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 essentially savage 
uh, and it's powerful and, and you have to respect it. And so a lot of people, since they don't happen every day or every year, so many times we, we become complacent and we think, oh, you know, it's not going to hit here. It's no big deal. We've heard this, the warning sirens, you know, we've got them down the road from us. And, and when there's a thunderstorm or a potential tornado, you hear the big siren going off and you've got time. And typically you do, you have, you have some minutes. Now you don't have like a hurricane where you've got, Hey, three days, Hey, student, right. they want to board up, you know, two days now you better hurry up. And, but a tornado is like, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or, or, or whatever. And so you you just don't know. And that's why life is precious, because you can lose it. And, and, and today could be it. So make the best of it. And Leslie, right. these people, these 26 that we know of, you know, probably more as time goes on. But but that's the the, the death toll. That's not the injuries and, and the, the loss of well, homes. And, and businesses and, and everything. And, and you got to realize those are moms, dads, sisters, brothers, children, parents. Those are families that are absolutely, you know, uh, destroyed or, or, or changed in a moment. And, and all of a sudden the survivors are saying, wow, my mom's gone. Right. I didn't get to say goodbye. I didn't get to say, I love you, mom. You know, thank you, mom. You know, thank you for being such, you know, loving me and and teaching me the the proper values that that I have, Uh, you know, or thank you, dad, you know, for being, you know, a good dad and discipline me when I was a young teenage boy and, and causing trouble. You don't have that chance again. And, And that's why, Leslie, it's so critical that we make every day count, but also make every encounter with another person, make it important. Okay. Uh, one of the stories, and I need to tell you this, one of these stories in my book, I talk about, it's called <clears throat> by Og Mandino. He was a great author, Og Mandino, yes. amazing inspiration. Uh, and he actually at one time was uh, like the number one author in the world, sold more copies you know, than anybody, but fantastic life that he lived, but he told the story of, and I repeated in my book, he's, it's called dead by midnight. Mm. He, and he said, here's what you want to do. Okay. Get up in the morning and pretend that you've got a big secret. Okay. We all like secrets. We want to know. Okay. And here's the secret. Everyone you come encounter with or have an encounter with, you know, in the morning, in the afternoon, evening, whenever, but all day long, when you meet someone, either at the grocery store, at the restaurant, wherever, pretend that you have a secret and you know that by midnight, they're going to be dead, that by midnight, they're going to die. Now, they don't know it. Nobody knows it, but you know it. Now, if you approach every person and you look at them and you know <coughs> they're going to be dead by midnight, how would you treat them? Would, would you be a little more respectful? Would you say thank you? Would you say please? Would you say good morning? Good afternoon? Would you say, here, let me hold the door for you? Or, or hey, I like your dress. I like your shirt. You're looking nice today. Would we be more complimentary? Would we be more polite? Of course we would, because we know they're going to be gone in a matter of hours, Okay. We need to live our life very much like that, that whoever we come in contact with, I don't care who they are, black, white, it doesn't matter, young, old, you know, it just doesn't matter, rich or poor, there's no distinction. It's a human being of value. 
Okay, we all have value and we should all be treated as such. Okay, so think about that. Being dead by midnight. Remember that secret. And every person you come in contact with, treat them with the respect and and the humble um, humble attitude of, oh my goodness, you know, some family is going to lose a son or a daughter. You know, someone's going to lose a mom or dad because this person's going to be gone. They're going to be dead that quick. Whew. Oh man, no, but need it, need it because sometimes I feel like we get so complacent mm. that we start to expect eternity. Let me say it this way we start to expect the promise and forget the requirement. Yes, does that make sense? Yes, it does. We, we, we get so complacent. And how we move and how we talk and how we vibe that we we got our eyes on the promise, but we 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 forget the requirement. And so, you know, I I remember having a conversation with my daughter just recently. I said, You anybody can say they're nice or can be nice on a conditional purposes in other words to right. get something right i'm going to be nice to get this i'm going to be nice in exchange for this i said but to give first to give of yourself or to give that thing that you desire and then give the person that you're giving it to the opportunity to choose whether they will pay it back or not and you still be just as happy for them either way sure that's not that's above human we we not that good so what i what i say is we can't so so in life i say so with us we have to remember it's your choice mm. it's your choice i tell people it's your choice but every choice has consequences that's right that's and right. so I'm trying to get people to live a purposeful life. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, Dave, to be nice to everyone, to be kinder, because mm -hmm. you really don't know no. that you'll see that person again. No. I really don't know um, when I'll see Dave again. I, I, he right. don't know when he'll see me. So why in the world? Because mm -hmm. we got to we got to live at, in that manner. Like, yes. like we know the secret, right? That's because right. Because essentially we do know the secret. We yes, know sir. that we are, we are, we know that at some point I'm going to be gone. They going to, we all going to be gone. We know, we know the yeah. secret. Yes. <laughs> That's the part we know. Yeah. We just don't know when. <laughs> so because I don't know when, then I need to be thrilled to take every opportunity to live my life in such a way so that if it is now, mm -hmm. I was on fire when I left. Yes. I was purposeful when I left. I was nice when I left. I was genuine and authentic when I left. I was full of joy for other people, even though I might have been hurting when I left. That's right. We've That's got right. to live this thing in a purposeful way because when it's all said and done, none of us will live forever. That's right. That's right. Not on this side. And so... And when it's all said and done, none of us know when we get the opportunity to be in each other's presence again. Yes. Let me yes. give you an example and take us back a few years. 
We all got it. We've been getting some serious reminders lately. When COVID happened, for a little while, we weren't able to see anybody. Right. Because COVID wasn't such that you could tell if somebody had it or not. Right. COVID didn't have no signs, outward signs to let you know, don't go left or don't go right. COVID had us looking at each other in at home. You sure you all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But it shut us off from the outside world. Mm. That was a reminder that, and we didn't know when it first hit. We There was no end in sight. We didn't know when this thing was going to turn yeah. around. Right, right, right. So, again, sometimes we, when we come out on the other side of things and we're given a second opportunity, sometimes we forget what we learned in the storm. Right. And so in this storm of Rolling Fork, in this tragedy, it's given us a blueprint of how to be in a better position. Right. They're teaching us in this tragedy. They've sacrificed their lives, but we're supposed to get the lesson that they left us. Yes. And I've got it. Live purposefully. Yes. Yes. Finish on fire whenever that is. And I, Dave, look, I hope you live like Joshua. I hope you're 110 (laughs) years old. (laughs) That'll be a lot of wrinkles. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Look, I hope you and me both, we sitting there can barely hold a coffee. (laughs) Uh, at 110. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> but the but the truth of the matter, whenever it is, I want to be, I want us both to be able to be there for us and say, one thing I know, he finished on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, he, I have he, a, a, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I mean, well, take it away. I have a quote in my book uh, from a, a, an author. Uh, uh, his name escapes me right now, but he's written several books and really uh, interesting guy. And he said, he said, you know, his dad told him, he says, when you were born, when you were first born, you cried while other people laughed and rejoiced, you know, because you were in the world, but you were crying. He said, live your life. So when you die, people will be crying and you'll be rejoicing. Ah, I thought ah. that was awesome. I thought that was awesome. Live your life so people yes. will cry when you're gone, but you'll be rejoicing because you finished on fire. You made every day count. You made every encounter with another human being, a precious soul on this earth. You made it count. And and I just, that has always stuck with me. And I, I put it in the book. And, um, and, and one thing I've always said, uh, Leslie, you can tell the measure of a man uh, by how he treats people that can't do anything for him. Yeah. Okay. When you encounter people that maybe they're taking your money at the grocery store, you know, maybe you're going through the line checking out. Okay. You know, it's just a, a transaction, but how do you treat that person? Okay. How do you treat people, you know, someone at the post office, you know, just little encounters with people, well, how do you treat those people? Somebody that's a janitor at the school, when you go into the school program, you know, the kids are doing a musical mm-hmm. or they're singing, mm-hmm. like your talented uh, young lady in your house, you know, 
when you go in and, and you have uh, somebody taking the ticket, somebody there that's, that's uh, you know, sweeping the floors or mopping the floors, the janitor at the school, how do you treat that person? Do you just overlook them and go by them like they're not there? Or do you do you look at them eyeball to eyeball and, and greet them as you pass? You don't have to give everybody a hug and a wet, sloppy kiss. I'm, I'm talking about basic respect and, and acknowledgement of everyone that you can. Okay. But, but look them in the eye, smile, say hello, whatever, nothing major, but treat them as if they have value because I guarantee you they have value. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we're going to switch subjects. Just last message. Uh, got a ping. It was an EF4. Um, yeah. And yeah. there's still, saying the number of death total may rise that 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 storm also left rolling fork and went up to winona and amory mm-hmm. mississippi um and did did a bunch of damage as well i mean i've just never seen anything like it mm-hmm. you know as we talk about purposeful and overcoming challenges um you were telling me a story uh dave so we got you know we got two obviously we you know is March Madness. So we, we'll talk about that. Let's we'll, we'll, we'll lighten up a little bit and look at the lessons that March Madness has taught us. And here's you know another no regrets on the funny thing. I love March Madness. You know why I love March Madness Day? Why is that? I love the underdog. Oh yeah. I love the madness of the upset. So yep. whether it's Purdue being knocked off by. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, who was the school to beat him? Um, FDU, Fairly yeah. Dickinson, yeah, yeah, Fairly Dickinson. I, yeah, really like, like the 16th seed, the 16th seed, beat the one seed, like that, that never happens, right? Uh, um, and then you know, just yesterday, I mean, watching San Diego State upset number one seed Alabama, that's a five and one, so that's not as dramatic, but still. Alabama that, been number one all year. They have. They they were the number one overall seed. Now they were yes. number one of the number ones. Right. Okay? That's how and then good you, they were. Right. Then you got Houston that goes down to Miami. Yes. You, yes. Then you got the other day yeah. in Elite Eight. You got um. Well, you got uh, Kansas Florida State. Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, Florida Atlantic beating Kansas State, State gets beat by Florida Atlantic University. Like yeah. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. So. I say that to say, no matter how bad you think you might have it right now, mm. no matter how frustrated you possibly are with your life right now, because I can promise you, just as sure as Dave and I sit here and we hadn't even talked about him, I got frustrations I'm dealing with. He has frustrations he's dealing with. <laughs> it's called life. <laughs> and can, we can't escape it. But no matter what the odds are, there's always an opportunity to win. That's right. There's always an opportunity to win if you play the game. You got to get in the game. You got to play the game. Yeah, all and the so, way to the buzzer. All the yeah. way to the buzzer. You got to play. You got to play. You got to play it to the end. And so when I March Madness just reminds me of that because it's it's like you know, the underdogs have nothing to lose. Like, so they like, Hey, I'm not even supposed to be here. So I don't care. I'm gonna have fun. They play with <laughs> reckless abandon. 
It's awesome. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's what I love about the underdog. But in that, you always have these many stories of just unbelievable triumph. The, 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 I always had an immense amount of respect for people that have to overcome so much more than the ordinary, so much more than you and I, right? So much more than, than people that have all of the, the, their body parts and things that we're supposed to have. There's some people in this world. I, you know, I always tell my students when I teach, there's two types of people. There's extraordinary and there's ordinary and the difference is a choice. Oh, and good. then there's some of the people which I call, which are just exceptional. They're beyond extraordinary. They're exceptional because they've taken extraordinary and then they've, they, they, they've amplified it. And so you had an opportunity to discuss and, and experience a discussion a little bit more about a person like that. So again, Dave, I'm going to kick it over to you to just kind of share with our audience what you share with me in our time today. Thanks, Leslie. I appreciate that. I, um, yeah, my best buddy in life, I know he's dealt with stage four uh, kidney cancer. Great man, Carl. We have kind of a, uh, uh, every Saturday morning, we basically have a little prayer breakfast. We pray for people in our lives. We pray for even people like in Mississippi that we don't know. And then we have our breakfast together. And then we talk about life and goals and, and what we want to accomplish. Well, his wife has a cousin, um, and her name is, is Jen Bricker. This is, I don't know if you can see the book here, but this is Jen Bricker's book. And it says, everything is possible. And this young lady, uh, and she's actually kind of become a, a somewhat of a friend of mine, her and her husband, and she was born with no legs, no legs. I mean, her, her, you know, the rest of her body, she's just fine, but she was abandoned as a baby in the nursery at the hospital. Her parents had two daughters. And they were immigrants uh, from Romania, and uh, and they didn't have any money. They they didn't know what to do. So when this baby was delivered and there were, she had no legs, they left. And this young lady was there, and and her uh, adopting parents, um, their cousins to my buddy, his wife, and and it's really kind of amazing. But she's been all over the world. She uh, she her book. She she toured the world with Britney Spears. Uh, she was part of the opening act for Britney Spears because she does uh, aerial acrobatics and stuff. She's an amazing acrobatic person. But her book, I've given it to so many people because it's so inspiring. And and I got to, to meet with her actually today, her and her husband, my wife and I got to meet with them today. We got a nice little picture with them and just uh, they were so encouraging and they're getting ready to go over to um I think Austria, which is where he's from for about three weeks, but they traveled the world and they've done so much positive. Uh, they spoke, they were telling us about on their honeymoon, they went to the Philippines and they spoke to, a, it's actually a, a church in the Philippines and they had four services and they had 10,000 at each service. And, and Jen and her husband just got up there and, and told about their life and their obstacles. And they said, Hey, you are valuable no matter how you are, how you come onto this earth, you know, how you uh, are born. Okay. What makes you really valuable is, is what you do with it, what you do with what you've got. And, and Jen, she didn't make excuses. Her parents uh, basically, you know, country folks, 
nothing special about them in any way, but they raised her and told her, listen, sure, you don't have legs. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get any special treatment. You're going to learn to do things, you know, like anybody else. And she has by far exceeded any expectations. Um, matter of fact, they had a doctor that when she was a baby, he said, she'll never even set up. She'll just be basically, you know, a, a body in the bed, you know, and, and she won't even be able to set up on her own. And she's, she's performed in Las Vegas. She's performed all over the world with different, you know, different famous people and just a, a great testament to an attitude, a mindset of, Hey, I can do whatever I need to do. I, I just need to figure it out. I need to, to get hooked up with the right people that have my best interest in mind. Okay. People that, that want the best for, for each of us. And that's what she's done. And she's just a phenomenal person, very giving, very loving. And uh, her and her husband, just, just neat folks. And I, I have given away so many of her books. It's just because she's in, inspiring uh, about her attitude and, and how she wants you to know that you are so valuable and that your story is very valuable and you need to tell the world about your, your, your value and, and live with no regrets, make every day your best day yet. I love that. I love that. That whole feeling, the whole ambience, the whole inspiration just is, you just cannot feel sorry for yourself after, after hearing it. Right. You no, know, I always say sometimes, it takes somebody to to really come before us and let us understand and visually see just how blessed we are, just how grateful we should be, because we can all get caught up in our what we don't have yes. and never look at what we do have. Yes. And I guarantee you, most of us, if we look around, what we do have is greater than probably what your parents had and probably what a lot of people around you have. So. True. I know, uh, and there's nothing wrong with being ambitious. You know, both you and I are super ambitious brothers. Yep. But we also have to be grateful for what we've been blessed with. And, and for me, my joy in acquiring is to be a greater giver. Yes. You know, I, I, I have the pleasure of teaching college courses and teaching, working with students sometime. And I, and I said, well, Miss Peters, you, you going to buy what? I said, I'm not, cars are not my thing. That might be your thing. It's not <laughs> my thing. Um, I said, really, the true epitome of having, once you get beyond the basic necessities of taking care of yourself and your family, the greatest things about having is what you can do for others. Yes. I, yes. I, I mean, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not lying. I said, I'm telling you guys. Take somebody you care out, take them out to lunch, treat them, right? Yep. Just simple things. Or if you know they like a certain snack or they like, like I got a friend that loves um, these assorted sours from Bucky's. So I picked him up some and I'm going to drop it off by his job this week, right? Right. That little things, little things. It's, it, it doesn't always require these big, gigantic things and it because with gigantic things you'll say okay i'm gonna do it. i'm gonna save up and say no it's not about that it's right. about impact right it's about being thoughtful it's about being considerate and it's about being kind yeah and yeah. so i can tell you um dave you are that kind of brother and <laughs> and i 
and look i love to get chatting with day because i love to you know look i'm a fighter so i love to disagree and let, let us yeah have the spirited to the debate i love that and he loves it too so neither one of us back down so we <laughs> you know we just we just we, just we get come out with it. bloody noses both of us <laughs> black eyes <laughs> listen we just get into it man but we we disagree all the time in fact we disagree every time we talk we just not sure. disagreeable but we that's love right. to disagree because that's yeah. how we learn that's because right. he's going to share a perspective that i hadn't thought about i'm gonna share a perspective he hadn't thought about some days he's gonna win i'll be like dang man you're right that's that i never thought about it that way and some days i'm gonna win but every single time we debate we both win because we walk away with some knowledge that we didn't have or a different viewpoint a different way to look at things so even though we may not always agree we always respect because we now have a broader perspective and that allows you to move differently in the world so to you my friend my 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 organ buddy <laughs> um, <laughs> I agree because I know where he's gonna sit. I know when I brace him. I mean, you know, look, we black and white men talking, we couldn't be more opposite. He's the conservative. I'm I tend to be more liberal. We're gonna we gonna go at it. But 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 we what we'll also show you in that process is the beauty of when black and white men truly go at it. In this format, it leads to nothing but victory. That's right. It leads to nothing but success. And that's why we're really trying to change the world doing it. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation today. Dave has done a magnificent job of navigating us through it because I got to admit, my home state is Mississippi. It was it was really emotional for me and touched with me. So I, Dave gracefully um, navigated us through it today so that I wouldn't break down um, because that's home, right? That's my home state. I know that town very well. I have classmates that I went to college with that are from that town so um but but in the same breath as though it was a tragedy realizing that i had to wake up and realize i i'm grateful because i got another chance to get this thing right today and so what are you going to do for somebody today so that's my challenge to you do something for somebody other than yourself today that they didn't expect you to do don't do it because you have to do it because you want to and that joy that you exude in doing it, I can promise you, is going to fill your heart, and then it's going to open up your heart and allow somebody else to fill yours. Any closing words, Dave? Yeah, I can I can improve on that, Leslie. <laughs> that is awesome, and ditto exactly what I would say. So thank you, buddy. Well, there it is. There it thank is. you for <laughs> tuning in to episode fifteen. No regrets, not a slogan, but a way of life. You can find us on YouTube on a video version. You can find our audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Bleacher. Basically, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find Black and White Men Talking. Until next time in episode 16, go out and make a difference. Be kind, loving, and do something for somebody today just because you want to, not because you have to. Until next time, we say Black and White Men Must Talk because when they do, They can truly change the world.